welcome back to another episode of all about us so you probably can't tell from the episode name but you know i really put a lot of thought into this episode name actually no i didn't i literally came up with this off the top of my head but i think this is my favorite episode name i don't know why it just it just has a i don't know it's just very new okay but anyways um so basically i'm going to be talking about what it was like for me when i came to canada and if you guys don't know i came to canada um in what was it august 2017 was it late august okay well i had been to canada apparently twice i remember coming to canada only once before the drop of my sister um a previous high school and then a couple years later after she had graduated me and my older sister Maria, we went to the same school in 2017 so i came to canada like actually came to canada in 2017 and i mean okay i had been in like the white man's land before but it wasn't really as i expected per se like i had traveled to like england germany the u.s but i had never like lived in the white man's land i'm going to keep saying white man's land because i'm not saying it's like the white actually it's not the white man's land to be honest it's indigenous people in the land but the white men have come and taken over but that's 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 a topic for another day <clears throat> let's just leave that anyways so like of course as a naive 14 year old who has finally escaped from the evil clutches of her old school in nigeria being here was like an answer to my many years no my many decades decades of prayers because i had wanted to leave well it wasn't even leave nigeria i just wanted to leave that particular school for so long because it was so toxic for me so unhealthy like did not like that school at all. When I finally got the chance to leave, I was so happy. Like being here is awesome for me because I had wanted I had wanted to leave that school for so long. But anyways. So while I was finishing my last three years of high school, I would say that I hadn't truly experienced the hardships that come with being an international student. Because I mean I was sheltered and there wasn't really much to experience other than like the insanely high tuition that you know just seemed plain racist. But like I'll talk about that more later. I hadn't really experienced much because the school I went to was an international school. It was filled with black people, Asians. It was a very small percentage of white people. Like there was just a lot of it wasn't mainly international school, so I didn't really feel out of place because there were people coming from different parts of the world that had experienced what I was experiencing, you know, being in a new land, not knowing exactly you know, just I feel like you understand what I'm saying and I don't need to go in depth on this. Like because it was an international school, I didn't really understand the hardships that came with it. Because everyone else around me was an international student, but then 
after my first year in uni i can say that being an international student isn't isn't easy because while i mean i didn't have to adjust to the curriculum when i came to university because i had already spent three years in high school adjusting and but having to adjust is difficult i would say because it's not the exact same it's not the same the way you're learning things in nigeria is completely different from the way that i learn things here not even the way just the way i learn things but the, the way teachers teach like i had completely different experiences with the teachers i had in high school here than with the teachers i had in nigeria and it was just a contrast and it was it took some time to adjust but like it wasn't hard because the teachers here were better in my opinion so it wasn't hard to adjust it was it just took a while but other than that like obviously i had to adjust to the curriculum but you have to adjust to like the ways of life because western life is very much different from african life very two contradicting things like it's not the same and getting to experience the difference i would say has been helpful in my growth as a person because it's allowed me to understand the differences in the world and i'm going off topic no i'm not but yeah experiencing the different ways of life was actually educational but again it was like weird to adjust because it was like wait am i supposed to do this when i like it was just very weird to adjust but like after you get used to it after a while it just becomes it becomes manner of habit but like it's not but i feel like that's for anyone who travels out of the country but again talking about being an international student it doesn't have to be an international student in canada international student anywhere well i don't know about what else i'm going to talk about if it's everywhere else is just this part specifically is just international students in general but like yeah i also had to like so apart from like the adjustments i had to make i also had to make sure that i wasn't slacking in my studies because i was scared that if i failed i would be sent back home like and i can't and i can't it's not like i can take a gap year because i can't be in canada if i'm not studying like i can be here for summer vacation because well it's summer vacation you know but like i'm on study permit i'm here on a study permit i feel like if i'm here um and i'm not studying then i'm just here for no reason like, there's no reason for me to be here like what am i doing here why am i here you know so it's like i can't fail because i'll be sent back home and on top of that i would feel like i would have wasted the thousands and thousands of dollars that my parents have poured into my tuition so in addition to like having to adjust i was also having to make sure that in addition to also adjusting to the curriculum i also had to make sure that i wasn't slacking and i wasn't failing because i didn't want to fail I don't want to waste my parents' money. Like my parents pay a lot. 
that's that's my next topic what is up with intuition i mean come on domestic students pay like less than 10k a semester we pay minimum 20k per semester do you see the difference domestic students pay less than 10k we pay minimum 20k that just seems plain racist in my eyes I don't know what you can say to combat that, but that just seems plain racist. Because what is it that's so different between me and a Canadian that our tuition has to be more than double what they pay? Like, it makes no sense to me. And if someone that's listening to this podcast could give me, like, a logical-sounding reason as to why it makes sense, like, I would gladly listen. Because we're already spending so much money to get the study permit, our visas, the, the plane tickets, the transport, having to pay for residence... Because, like, obviously, you know, some some people that live here, they can choose not, they can live to choose to live at home. They have to pay for residence or buy, like, an apartment or something. Like, there's just so much money they were putting into other things that could, like, why are we, why is it so much need to go into tuition? What is it that, if I get a domestic student and put me next to them, what is it that's so different between the two of us that one is paying less than, that I'm paying more than double what they're paying like do you see how how, like that just seems insane in my eyes because like just why why is the tuition so expensive and it wasn't only like this in university for me even in my high school i guess it was because it was an international school i don't even know but we paid insane school fees well and people the um students that did esl so that's english as a second language paid even more than we paid so like let's say the domestic students who paid less than 10k they would be paying what was it 20 30k and then the esl students would be paying 30 40k like why 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 are we paying okay i get the esl having to be like extra because you're getting extra lessons on top of like what do you know i don't know it's just all this money thing it's just why is it so much what is it why why does it need to be so drastically much that we need to pay double triple what people that live here are paying just because we, we can we can't speak the same language or we come from a different country like do you see it it makes no sense to me anyways i rambled on enough about that but that's not even the only thing like not only that but like finding a job with no past work experience and nothing to put on the resume is so hard it is so hard like i've never had to make a resume never have I had to apply to a job and i got no lessons on how to do that so no lessons on how to do that in my past however many years that i've been alive <laughs> Anyways, like i have never had to make a resume never had to apply to a job because I left Nigeria when I was 14 and I had never gotten like an actual job in that time because no one works at 14 in Nigeria. Everyone that was my age, we were all just going to school and living happily. We weren't worried about working yet. And on top of that, when I came, because I was 14, my study permit didn't allow me to get a SIN number and that was valid through all three years of my high school period. So for three years, up until I was 17, I couldn't get a job even at school simply because my study permit didn't allow me. I don't understand. Why is my study permit not allowing me to work? 
I have to follow the rules of my study permit or I'll be kicked out of the country. Do you see do you see the problems here? And on top of that, I have to work a certain number of hours. Like okay, during school terms, I can only work maximum twenty hours a week. And during non school maximum forty hours or something like that. Unless is it like I'll not be allowed to stay in the country or like I'll be I don't even know what the crazy things are, but like I don't like it just it makes it's weird to me because I don't know why the number of hours I choose to work because I want to earn more money could determine whether or not I get to stay in the country. And you see how I have to follow all these rules and things just so that I can guarantee just so I can continue working. And like yes, it may not seem like a a, a lot, but put yourself in my shoes. You've never worked before, you're trying to make a living and it's hard to find a job first of all because you have no experience applying or making resumes and on that and on top of that you have to find a job that pays well even though you'll only be working 20 hours part-time like that's hard so for my entire first year i was just living off my allowance and had to understand the logistics that came with applying for jobs avoiding scams and all that i mean i got scammed once and that really wasn't fun like it was not fun I guess it was a useful lesson but I wish I could have known in order not to get scammed you know like it would have been better if I had gone into that situation not getting scammed but I didn't even know that like okay obviously I knew that scams were a thing but I didn't know what they would look like when I was applying for a job. No one ever told me about that. So I was simply walking into no man's land, stepping on mines everywhere I go, just not knowing. You know, it was just, it was, it was, it was a mess, but it's fine. I got past that, you know, I still haven't gotten the job. But hopefully this summer I will. If Doug opens up this country, opens up this province so that I can finally begin begin my job search because being a broke broke bro, being broke is not fun like i'm not broke but like living off only an allowance is stressful like i you know like it's just i want to live off of it okay, i want to live off my own money i want to start making my own money but i can't do that yet because i can't figure up anyways it's fine another thing this is the last thing another thing is this whole process of getting a pr card like why is it so long and stressful i mean i have to i have five years until i graduate but after i graduate i have to get the postgraduate work permit and have that for what three years or something before i can apply for a pr that's stressful i mean thankfully my elder sister is getting her pr so i should be able to apply for one by like next year but if she wasn't I would have to wait so long. Why is it so unnecessarily long? Like I've lived here for quite some time. I go to school here. I get an apartment and a job, co-op. So why do I have to wait until after I graduate? Until three or so years after I graduate? Again, if someone could explain this to me, I would gladly listen because it just seems like an unnecessary amount of time just to be allowed to be a, a, a half citizen of the country. Like, I'm not even a full citizen. I'm a half citizen. So it's like, why do I have to wait so long just to be able to 
get the card that is my first step in becoming a citizen. I'm not really complaining because I mean I get to live here and all, but like there's just so many bits and pieces that make it hard to live in this country when you haven't lived in it since birth or since you were young and it's kind of frustrating. Like again, I'm not complaining because I get to live here, but if things could just be like a tad bit easier, I wouldn't mind. And like Overall though, it hasn't been too bad of an experience because I adjust pretty quickly to things but it's just all these tiny things like tuition, finding a job, the whole PR process thing that continue to blow my mind and make me wonder why things are so hard for those immigrating here just because of better living conditions. Like I left my old country because there weren't that many opportunities. I came here to find more opportunity and I haven't found any opportunity. Like what? I don't understand. Like maybe yes, when I get out of university, it will be easier for me to do all these things, but I feel like the weight of being an international student is going to weigh on me for quite some time before, like, it's going to weigh on me until I'm actually able to get, like, a Canadian passport. And that just kind of sucks. And I just feel like, you know, I had to talk about that because, like, it's something that I feel so passionately about because I'm an international student and because I have lots of friends that are international students. Plus this whole thing with COVID, I haven't been home in over a year. In almost, I haven't been home in like almost two years and I haven't seen my parents in a year and a, in a year and a half. That is the stress of being an international student. I can't go back home because of covid restrictions and all that plus i have to wait for my visa to renew before i can leave the country because if i leave the country without my visa being renewed i can't come back in until my visa has been renewed and they're taking so long a process to to get this visa thing done when i applied in what april it's june i still haven't heard back from them the whole thing is just a stressful process and I just wish that things were easier so it could be smoother for people to transition in. And again, I'm not compl- I'm complaining, yes, but I'm not completely complaining because I get to live here, I'm living life, you know, things are good, going good for me. It's not like I'm living a terrible life. It's just, why are there so many unnecessarily hard things that like weigh on being an international student when I feel like it shouldn't? But yeah. That's what I had to say. And did I say welcome back to All About Us at the beginning of this elf episode? I feel so I feel so bad if I didn't. I have short term memory. It's fine. If I didn't, um I'll say it next week, I promise. <laughs> okay guys, uh that's all for this week. I'll see you in another two weeks. I think this whole two week thing is going really good because so far I haven't missed any episodes and I feel like I'm coming up with really good content. If you guys have any like suggestions of what you want me to talk about, please don't be afraid to hit me up on Instagram, WhatsApp, Snapchat, whatever. Anything you feel like you want me to talk about, feel free to tell me. Um, but other than that, I'll see you guys in another two weeks. I hope you... Oh, happy new month of June.
I'll see you guys in another two weeks. Until then, enjoy. Listen to past episodes if you feel the need to do so. In case you're missing hearing my voice. <laughs> Listen to past episodes. Um, and I'll see you in another two weeks. Yep. Bye.